0: you can tell that's it's the end of the year, and things are wrapping up when you see the San Diego Hot Rum Series uh, start and coming to fruition. It's the most popular series in, in San Diego, and we had 150 boats out there two weeks ago Saturday, and we'll have another race uh, tomorrow, Saturday the 17th, where a lot of the Southern California boats come down and enjoy the wonderful weather in San Diego, have a 12-mile race, and have a rum afterwards. So you know that's the end of the season, and with the end of the season, also comes the uh, end of uh, not only the racing but the meetings, and the uh, meetings of uh, all the classes, including world sailing. So they just had a world sailing meeting down in Florida, and um, as some of you know, that are really hardcore world sailing is is a mess. The people that are guiding it, the people in charge, don't know much about sailing. They're supposed to be businessmen, but frankly, I don't think they know anything. The, the uh, money from the U.S. sailing comes from the Olympics, so it's all driven uh, by Olympic money and, and how to keep it. So that's why, uh, and also they've spent 80% of all the money they got from the last Olympics already, a year and a half into it. So the, the big news out of the world sailing, besides what a mess they are, is the big changes coming to the Olympics for me, the biggest change was they're going to drop the fin dinghy. After all these years, it was the last boat that where a large guy, like uh, our Commodore Mike Dorgan uh, or myself, could, could actually sail in a race. They're, they're dropping that from the Olympics. And it's not because it's uh, not a good class. It's not because the very, very good sailors are not there. To me, it's all about money. Money, 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 money. The uh, Olympics went... I first started at 5.5 meters, dragons, solings. Etchels were not in the Olympics, but they were a world-class event. Starboats, they're all gone. And now the fin dinghy, gone. Really sad to me. Really shows how out of touch the uh, uh, world sailing people are with the rest of the world. No one wants to see a fin dinghy. It's particularly ironic that uh, last week, our last podcast, we had Commodore uh, Mike Dorgan here from the San Diego Yacht Club. And I thought he'd tell us about uh, his uh, terrific year he had as Commodore. Uh, he reinstituted the uh, Olympic class regatta from, that was so popular years ago. He had a lot of uh, new classes come because there's not many Olympic classes left. And we had a great regatta, including the uh, very good participation in the Fendinghi.
1: So after telling us all about
0: the Fendini, how it's growing, And then ironically, to have the world sailing, drop it from the Olympics, really, it it was a shame. And one of the reasons I know that this was popular is because uh, not that many people uh, were familiar with Mike Dorgan. He's the uh, San Diego yacht broker, successfully selling a lot of boats. But a commoner of the San Diego Yacht Club, he he, uh, did a a great job. But I didn't realize how popular he really was. But we had one of our largest... uh, Viewers ever last with uh, 25,000 people uh, tuning in to hear, hear Mike and what he had to say. So uh, nice job, Mike, and so glad that you were here and uh, appreciate your participation. So I'm thinking I'll have uh, some uh, other guests. Maybe. Moving on, it's the end of the season. The awards were there uh, last weekend in uh, Fort Lauderdale, the Lauderdale Yacht Club. Uh, there was a big event for the induction of six new folks to the National Sailing Hall of Fame. Basically, it was Annapolis. It's going to move to Newport, I think, but, uh, run by uh, Gary Jobson and of his uh, cronies from Annapolis. They've done a good job. I think they started 2010. The uh, induction here, myself, Lowell North, and a few other San Diegans. But uh, last Sunday uh, in Lauderdale, I had an, an induction of uh, Vince Brune. Long, 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 Vince is one of the best sailors ever to uh, sail out of San Diego. He was actually born in the United States of America, but his family lived in Brazil. Wonderful sailing family. His, his brother Gaston, and he uh, won an uh, Olympic medal together in the uh, sailing. Vince has won the J24 World Championship, one of the biggest classes ever. Starboats, I mean, that's the best there ever was, and the best people were racing so, uh, Vince, one of the stars. Uh, he, uh, he's won the he, he, he's, uh, he He's just won everything. And his induction into the uh, National Sailing Hall of Fame was uh, long overdue. And uh, next, I'd like to see uh, Bill Trinkle get his uh, just res- uh, deserves and be inducted as well. It's a shame he hasn't been in there. Tom is in there. Uh, several other uh, America's Cup guys. Now it's time for uh, Bill Trinkle to get to, to get his turn. So nice going, uh, Vince. We had a little reception at the uh, San Diego Yacht Club for him recently, and uh, some of his close friends had a drink and toasted him. Good on you, Vince. So the uh, next thing that is really interesting that uh, as the season winds down is uh, the uh, race to Guadalupe from San Malo, France. It's a thirty-five hundred mile uh, race with uh, uh, multi-hulls, the biggest 100 feet. And they they took off, uh, oh, about 10 days or two weeks ago from uh, the Bay of Biscay. And uh, two days later, there was a forecast to have a gale uh, force winds coming into uh, that area of the country, which is not unusual as winter approaches. But they left anyway, and uh, they had some carnage in the fleet. One of the biggest boats that was... uh, expected to be the favorite to finish, uh, capsized, it broke one of its uh, all off and had to retire. Uh, a lot of folks had to uh, set into Spain and ride out the storm, but the race continued. and finished about a week ago. Very, you know, we talk about the Volvo race being exciting, it, and it, of course it was, but we had a similar finish at the end of the uh, Route de Rum is the race we're talking about, where uh, two uh, of the uh, big boats finished, 3,500 miles in uh, less than a week. So they're doing 500 miles a day. And can you believe it? that They, they, they finished uh, six minutes apart in Guadalupe. To me, mind-boggling to sail 500 miles a day and finish six minutes apart. But the uh, the drama ha- didn't finish because out of the 120-something uh, boats racing, uh, the, the next class that had a lot of interest was the... Uh, IMO uh, a uh, catamarans, 60 foot unlimited catamarans. And don't forget they're doing this race single-handed. They're uh, uh, finished a few days later. Uh, but uh, last yesterday coming up to the finish line, the uh, leader, uh, a, a British guy, uh, uh, Alex Thompson coming to the, to the end with uh, his boat. He decided, well, 'll I'll take a little nap here coming to the end. and he woke up to uh, find his boat aground on Guadalupe. So he, I was sleeping the boat uh, not, he thought he was racing there. He didn't thought uh, racing there included running aground. So unfortunately for him, uh, Alex had to uh, use his motor to get the boat off the uh, off the island and to the finish line, the jury met, and last night they awarded uh, him a twenty four hour penalty for using his, uh, his uh, engine. So the second-place finisher will uh, uh, come any anytime right now and uh, pip him out by about uh, 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 six hours. So imagine racing uh, 10 days and coming to the finish line, you're 3,500 miles, and you run ag- onto the island and uh, lose the race because you uh, got tired. Uh, way, way, way too bad, but the two winners, the two Francis's, Francis Joyon and uh, Le bon, la hunt uh incredible race it the uh, route to Rome is you can see why it's so popular for the French with after forty years having a, a hundred boats uh race to Guadalupe and it, it was uh it was really quite the deal so the next uh bit of news that I haven't uh, been able to share with you, you may be aware of it is that uh, when Larry Ellison uh, started competing in the America's C- uh, Cup, he had a dream, and that was to win the cup and then change the uh, event into uh, catamarans. So we know he was able to, to do that. His idea was to have uh, clubs all around the U.S. to have a small uh, boat, catamarans, that would be zipping around uh, with the Optimus stings and everybody would want one. And to a great extent, this doesn't really work. The kids don't want to go slow now. They see the excitement of wings and foils and what they can mean, and uh, there's a lot of changes coming. But uh, when the uh, New Zealanders won the Cup in Bermuda last year, one of the things that they had in mind was to change the Cup back to a monohull. Despite Larry's dream coming true true with so many foiling boats and and catamarans uh, becoming so popular, my friend Roger Harrington he just loves this technology involved with sailing. And uh, he points out, you know, we're not driving a car with stick shift across the U.S. When I say, well, this is not racing like what I know. He said, well, that doesn't mean it's not exciting. And that's the future. And so, uh, sure enough, when the New Zealanders uh, won the cup, they decided to change back to a um, monohull. Most of you know that this is not going to be a normal monohull. It's going to have out- outriggers and foils. It'll have modified wing mass and sails. It's going to be quite the boat. And the uh, three uh, serious uh, challengers right now are building their boats to uh, go up against New Zealand, who I'm sure has already uh, got their boat under construction. The uh, And so we're going to see these foiling monohulls uh, racing in the America's Cup. And it is possible that they, we could have a couple of other late entries because they, uh, when they only had three challengers, they knew the event wasn't going to attract the same uh, amount of uh, folks that they had down in uh, New Zealand for a three-week uh, Louis Vuitton e- event, uh, which uh, w- was uh, quite successful. So uh, now with the Prada uh, name taking over the challenger series, that they're trying to find some other entry. So they've, they they uh, are looking into the United States' uh, possibility of a entry uh, uh, for, uh, from an unknown yacht club at this point. But there are several people casting around, uh, looking for the money and a yacht club to challenge from. So it's possible there could be another American challenge. And in the meantime, it would appear that there could be a, a second Italian challenge. So you could have uh, two Italians, uh, two Americans, something to go with the American Magic New York Yacht Club Challenge, headed up by uh, Terry uh, uh, Hutchinson. And uh, so the America's Cup still trying to get some traction. It it certainly doesn't have the attention of the sailing world like it used to, but it will be a big event in 2021 and some interesting boats. Roger Harrington will be watching it because he loves that speed and and uh, he, he's going to be interested to see how a hull can go uh, 40 knots like a, uh, a catamaran. Okay, so let's talk about the catamaran for a minute. So Larry Ellison, he, he uh, started a company in New Zealand that he, of course, owns. And uh, they built the boats that we saw in uh, Bermuda. But after the uh, New Zealand's won, no more demand for these boats but he still owned his fleet of boats plus i'm sure he uh i'm not sure but i my guess is he owned the japanese boat and uh, loaned that to them to allow them to compete so he he has a number of boats and the ones he doesn't he has control over he and russell coots have gotten together and they've decided to modify the boats make them a little easier to uh ship around and manage and, and sail and so they're going to uh, start their own uh class of boats are racing around the world, uh, more country against country uh, as opposed to the America's Cup where, oh, you can you have to be a member of the, uh, of, uh, or you're supposed to be a, a, a citizen of the United States or have a green card. But the uh, various uh, challengers are getting around that and the American boat uh, will have few uh, Americans that uh, be uh, skippered by a, uh, Australian or New Zealander. But uh, so Larry and and, uh, Russell have decided to start a new class of boats uh, to uh, race in a series around the world. I'm sure there'll be some good prize money. money. But they're going to use the catamarans that uh, uh, we saw racing in Bermuda. So they're going to start with a series in Sydney, and they're going to move on to San Francisco. And then uh, I understand that there'll be a race in the Hudson River, in front of the North Cove that Michael Fortenbaugh uh, at the uh, uh, yacht club that uh, I was supporting, the Manhattan Yacht Club that I was supporting for so long, and I was his partner there at North Cove. The event will be stationed, I'm sure, at North Cove. So you're going to see the uh, an American uh, race in the Hudson. Not going to be much of a race trying to dodge all those ferry boats, but there will be an event there, and uh, Larry has the and Russell know how to make a big event. And with 10 million uh, New Yorkers there, they'll have a big presence uh, there on the Hudson where it joins the East River. So look forward to a new event coming shortly. It'll be interesting uh, using the America's Cup catamarans. It won't be in the open ocean because those boats will never be able to be refit to race in uh, 30 knots in the ocean. uh, I'd be surprised if they could take it. But they will race uh, over in uh, England. And there probably be a race in France, so another brand new uh, s- series being introduced by by uh, Russell and Larry and with Larry's uh, financial r- reserves i am sure that uh, there'll be plenty of press about it and plenty of uh, folks invited and they'll make it into a, a big event that you know I, I, I don't I don't know if there's any bad feelings about Larry uh, losing the cup and having it changed back to mono halls. But he's certainly not one to uh, change his goals or uh, lose his commitment. And so we're seeing his commitment to the catamarans are uh, continue. So good on you, Larry. We need as many events as we can. These uh, folks will all be paid. So they'll be able to have a house and send their kids to college. And uh, it'll be interesting to uh, see uh, what they can cook up. So speaking of cooking things up and and making things of interest, uh, we've got uh, Michelle Nicholas from the Star Sailors League coming up with another good idea: is uh, racing the starboats in Nassau and around Europe. It's been very, 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 extremely well received. Enough so that Ian Percy, who in modern times is probably the best star sailor that we've had. Uh, uh, pardon me uh, if I'm offending anybody in Europe or or uh, the U S but you know, when you think that he's won, uh, two uh, gold medals and, uh, with the bronze, uh, and, uh, uh, fin, uh, medal, Ian Percy, you know, you can uh, say that he's been the best sailor of the, of the, uh, 21st century. And, uh, he is he agreed to, for the first time, come with his, uh, longtime friend, uh, to uh, race in the Star Sailors League in December, so I, I'm looking forward to going down there and uh, see, uh, seeing uh, how Ian uh, competes with the best of of the world, uh, uh, the, the, the the French, Italian, Brazilian, all all very strong. But uh, George uh, George Sabo and uh, uh, some East Coast contingents of, have always uh, fared well. So we're going to see a big event. Starting uh, D- December second in Nassau, with twenty five starboats racing for a week, uh, they'll eliminate down to the final four, and then to the final winner, Paul Goodson, a uh, Olympic uh, medalist from England, won last year. It gave a huge boost to the Olympic sailing in England. So I think that's why Ian decided to show up. Got a, got a lot of uh, publicity, and uh, we'll see if he still has his same touch in the starboat. He didn't fare as well in the Bacardi. But my guess is, uh, watch out for Ian Percy. He'll, he'll be the, uh, dark, dark horse there to, uh, challenge Paul Gayard and, and the other, uh, long star sailors in, in December at the star sailors league event in Nassau. So won't be hearing from me, uh, again, and uh, not much going on. I don't have much to say, but I'll, I'll give you a report on the star sailors league and, And the future of uh, the new uh, sloops that Michelle is uh, hoping to start with a whole new class of of, uh, 60-footers to race. He'll have the same idea with the best sailors in the world being invited to to come and represent their country in big boats. So a unique new idea. I hope he has uh, the loot to uh, pull it all off. Uh, He he, uh, appears to have the sponsorship. So I wish him all the best. He's the best thing to happen to sailing for a long time, and particularly the Starboat, which is still the, uh, uh, the best boat, racing boat in the world, and the best sailors are racing it. And if I, uh, if I had the uh, ability, I'd be out there too, along with my friend uh, Vince Bruhn. So congratulations again, uh, Vince. Wonderful career. Well done. And uh, you're the best and look forward to seeing you tomorrow in the hot rum on the menace. So that's it for now. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. And thanks, Roger, and uh, uh, Specialty Produce for making this uh, broadcast possible. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and ha- have a great holiday season.